This is Downtown Lowdown with Downtown Halifax Business Commission. A happier new year to all and welcome to episode 40 of Downtown Lowdown with Downtown Halifax Business Commission, recorded on January 14th, 2021. This is where you can find out all you need or want to know about Downtown Halifax. I'm Ivy Ho, Director of Communications. And I'm Alana McDonald-Mills, Director of Marketing. We are your hosts for Downtown Lowdown. We'll be giving you the lowdown on what's new in business, resources, and issues that affect downtown. We'll also talk to key individuals that help to make downtown Halifax better. On BizBuzz, we have some business updates in light of the revised restrictions recently announced by the provincial government, and we'll tell you all about our featured member for January and February, Insight Optometry. Plus, we talk about shopping local, dine around, and the Restaurant Association of Nova Scotia's new contact tracing app. But first, Ivy is going to talk to Paul McKinnon, CEO of Downtown Halifax Business Commission. They will discuss the revised public health restrictions that came into effect since the holidays and their impact on the downtown businesses. With the revised restrictions around restaurants, casinos, retail, and fitness facilities announced by the provincial government on November 24th, we thought it would be a good idea to bring Paul McKinnon, CEO of Downtown Halifax Business Commission, back to the podcast. We'll talk about the state of downtown business since the holidays and the impact of the revised restrictions. So hi, Paul. Thanks for joining us today. It's great to be back. Happy New Year. Oh, happier New Year to you. to everyone. Um, Things are opening back up with restaurants offering dine-in service again. Do you think that potential patrons will think it's safer to dine in restaurants now? Well, it's certainly great to to have restaurants open again. They weren't really um, restricted for all that long, but it it seemed longer, I think, because it was over the holiday season. And to me, at least, it seemed like a long time to go without uh, without going to a restaurant. Uh, So it's great to have them open again. Um, But there's no question that, uh, you know, consumer confidence is a lot slower to rebound. And we saw that even over the summer, even after going a couple of months with with really virtually no cases uh, and restaurants, uh, you know, being open throughout the summer and the fall, you know, polling uh, that different groups were doing was suggesting that there was still a, a large number of people that felt uncomfortable uh, dining indoors, I think were most of the questions at that point in time. So I would suspect that, that those confidence numbers took another hit um, you know, back in November and through the holiday season. So it is going to take a while uh, for people to be, to be back. Uh, and if you think about it, really, this is the, you know, since the, you know, the pandemic first hit last March, this is really the first time when really there aren't, uh, there aren't any kind of outdoor dining options. There's, there's a couple, uh, but for the most part, you're having to go into a restaurant and, and dine in there. So it, it will take a while for that consumer confidence to come back. Yeah, you mentioned uh, the timing of it during the holidays. You know, really, the second wave happened just before the ha- holidays and things started locking down again. So can you talk about the the impact? Do you think the impact will have on restaurants um, you know, because of that missed holiday season? Um, yeah, it, it, it'll be really interesting to see um, because normally January is not a great month for restaurants anyway. They they really, you know, make their make their money in the, in the summer season and, and uh, into the fall and, and Christmas. And then, you know, in a normal year, restaurants are really just trying to survive uh, through the winter months. Um, the only perhaps saving grace this year is that, you know, a lot of people that normally would have gone out and celebrated and dined out more over the holiday season, um, where they couldn't do that this year, maybe there will be a little bit of an uptick and uh, people going out. Um, and there's, there's a little bit of of indication of that, I know in, in talking to the Restaurant Association, one of the one of the positive trends they've noticed is they're seeing older people uh, dining in restaurants uh, again, and that, that's, that's normally a big part of the market. It's something they saw disappear a little bit uh, through the pandemic. So they said that that's a positive trend. Um, but having said that, is you know the, the winter months are, are typically a, a pretty tough. They're pretty tough months anyway. So uh, the expectation is it, it's going to be a, it's going to be a bit of a long haul uh, for restaurants this uh, this winter. 
Center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mentioned the Restaurant Association of Nova Scotia, or RANS. Uh, they just launched a free contact tracing app uh, for dine-in and licensed establishments. Um, what do you think about the new app? They're doing a few things like Dine Around, which we're going to talk about in BizBuzz later on, but this uh, contact tracing app is brand new. Yeah, the, the app is great, um, and one of the things that uh, that RANS uh, pushed for a couple of months ago was for, for contract tracing to become mandatory at, at sit-down dining restaurants. Uh, most restaurants were doing this anyway, uh, and even during you know what happened uh, last fall, it was easy to contact people because restaurants were, most restaurants were doing that. Now it's mandatory. The app is just another way that makes it easier, uh, both for customers and for restaurants. So you know when you go into a restaurant, you may you know be asked your, for your name and number uh, like you were before, but uh, in a lot of cases, you may be asked to use the app. The app is, is very easy to use. Uh, we actually had a little beta test of it uh, within our office uh, a couple of months ago. Uh, it's designed by SimplyCast, uh, who do this this kind of work. And there are already uh, this app is already out there in, in, um, in other ways. A lot of chamber members are, have been using it. Uh, it's being tweaked a little bit, I think, specifically for restaurants. But essentially, it's just you, it's a very easy way for you to check into a restaurant. Uh, typically, what it is, it's just a code that you you put in your phone and, and text it to a number that you're given, uh, and that gives the the restaurant and the government uh, your information in case you need to be contacted at a later point in time. So uh, it makes it very easy. Um, yeah, it really to, takes to, the burden off uh, of the business as well to for collecting all that information. That's right. I think for the customer, it's probably it's probably not any more or less easier than giving your name a number. That was pretty easy before, but uh, but it does it does kind of send it to a central repository, and so it does take the burden off the restaurant for you know if, if something happens, they have to go back and contact all those people. That'll be all done through public health now. So uh, yeah, it'll it'll be uh, it's just again it's it's, it's one more tool uh, again which will hopefully uh, give people confidence um, that when they're that when they're going to restaurants, you know it is a, it is a safe environment, and, and this is just a, another small thing that makes it even more safer. Mm-hmm. So recently, the Port of Halifax has stated that the 2021 cruise season is basically non-existent this year. So what do you think that impact will be on the businesses? Well, certainly that's one thing we will have some comparison uh, data for because last year, of course, there, there was no cruise season. Uh, this year, there won't be again. I don't think that's a big surprise um, mm-hmm. for anyone. Uh, and cruise ships, I mean, they are they are a significant market, uh, certainly in terms of their numbers. Um, you know, they bring hundreds of thousands of people uh, to Halifax. Uh, on an individual level, cruise ship passengers don't tend to spend a lot. Uh, and there are certain kind of tourism-based industries that, that don't necessarily make a lot of money off of cruise ship passengers. Typically, you know, the you know the dining restaurants don't really uh, make a lot of money off, off passengers or, you know, you think about entertainment options like Neptune Theatre or whatever, they're, they're usually here for a couple of hours. Um, but, but certainly we have some retailers and businesses downtown uh, that do great business uh, from cruise ship passengers uh, and from cruise ship, um, uh, cruise ship cruise as well. I know the Superstore uh, down the south end, that's, that it's, it was a big market for them uh, that, that actually customer, you know, uh, both people that are, that are taking a cruise as well as crew would come in and they buy toothpaste and deodorant and soap and those types of things. Um, so, yeah, it, it obviously will, will have an impact, um, but, it, but it's not a surprise. Uh, and I think the, the bigger question will be, you know, at what level will the cruise ship industry return? Uh, I think there's an expectation it, it, it will survive as an industry, but, uh, you know, individual lines may or may not. Um, and there's only really a few that come in. So, um, you know, as we as we look forward, we're, we're looking really at, at 2022 uh, cruise ship season at the earliest. Um, so, yeah, it, it will have an impact and, and not a positive one. Uh-huh. Um, This is a bit of a a loaded question, I guess, because we sit on the Nova Scotia uh, Business and Labor Economic Coalition. Um, But my next question is, do you think the federal and provincial government are doing enough uh, for the businesses downtown? 
No, they're not. <laughs> they, they could never be doing enough for the businesses downtown. But, um, but no, I think one of the things, certainly at the provincial level, I mean, this is where, you know, we're getting, you know, great public health information. Uh, Dr. Strang is, has kind of become a, a local celebrity, and, and I think, you know, polls are showing he's, uh, he's one of the most trusted, you know, reliable people in, in the province right now. And, and, and frankly, he's done a great job uh, in terms of, if you look at our health, health outcomes in Nova Scotia, um, you know, we've done better than virtually anywhere else in the world, uh, thanks in, in no small part to, to him and his team. So, you know, they're doing a great job. I think the big concern is that that message uh, about, you know, staying home, moving to work from home, um, really being cautious in terms of, of when and where you go out, uh, that's been extremely effective. Um, and so that's been good in terms of the health outcomes and, and controlling the spread of COVID-19. The, the flip side of that, and there's always this balance between health and health and commerce, is that, you know, that also leads to these things like we just talked about, like low consumer confidence. So, you know, uh, on the one hand, you're saying it's, it's not safe, don't go out, uh, and then, and then trying to push a message of, well, we still want you to support the local businesses. You know, it is, it can be a little bit of a mixed message. Um, so, you know, certainly we've been very encouraging um, uh, to, to government and, and public health, uh, both, both provincially and federally, but I'd say more so provincially, to say it really has to be that balanced message. And, you know, we'd love for the Premier and Dr. Strang as much as possible um, to use this great platform that they've got, um, whether they're really they're talking to to everyone uh, on a weekly basis to to make sure that they're also reinforcing that shop local and, and support local businesses, uh, and they do that. Um, but that message probably doesn't carry as well as the uh, as the stay the blazes home uh, part of it does. So it is a balancing act, and uh, and certainly you know it doesn't have to just be messages. It can be other support programs, uh, whether that's by local campaigns and, and those types of things. So you know as you say, we're we're constantly in in communication um, with all levels of government about support programs for our businesses. Uh, a lot of those have been on an individual basis, so rent programs and, and wage subsidy programs. Uh, it would be great to see um, some more uh, funds and support put behind uh, marketing programs. So, Paul, I asked you this last time that you were on. Um, do you have any suggestions on how people can support the businesses in downtown Halifax? Yeah, the biggest thing is just to support is to support the businesses in downtown Halifax. And that can be done in a number of ways, and it can be done in various situations. I think when we talked about this last time, you know, there were restrictions in place, so people couldn't go and, and dine in restaurants. So the advice then was, well, you know, you can still do do takeout and, and pick up and that type of thing. Right now, the we're we're essentially back to where we were in the summer uh, in terms of restrictions for the most part. Um, and so you can go uh, and you can go back out to eat. Uh, so uh, for people that, that miss doing that over the holidays or, or just or just uh, enjoy doing that, it's, it's really just kind of this conscious decision, you know, to ensure that you're, you're, you're thinking about supporting the businesses downtown, um, you know, with, with what we're hearing more and more about a vaccination schedule. We know that we're going to be getting much more back to a sense of normal at a certain point. So for a lot of businesses, it's about survival between now and, and when they get to that point. So you know, I think the, the constant message for people is support the businesses as much as you possibly can. Uh, you know, and, and that's sometimes it's just thinking, just just thinking intentionally about that. So, you know, if you, you know, if you're listening to this podcast because you work downtown, but you're still working from home, um, you know, maybe make sure you come come down and, and spend some of that money that you would have spent on lunches uh, when you would have been downtown. Um, I know certainly I've tried to do that uh, much more often in, in going out and, and grabbing lunch at a, at a business, even during the, the time when you couldn't dine in. So um, that's the main thing. The other one is, is um, you know, the holiday season is over, but people are still shopping. Uh, and a lot of businesses downtown, you know, have done a, a really good job at getting online stores set up and, and running. And so, you know, people are still shopping online. People 
are always going to be shopping online. Uh, but before you you uh, you click on Amazon, uh, make sure that, uh, that you can't get that locally because in many cases you're going to get something locally for the same price uh, and probably uh, get it here even quicker. Yeah, so, there are um, a lot of like post uh, post holiday sales going on right now. Yeah, there's some great there's some great deals out yeah. there and uh, and yeah. So just again, it's that it's that thinking local mindset and and again wherever possible trying to divert uh, your your support and resources. And if you you know if you can't do that, then uh, then there's all sorts of, of great ways that you can just promote businesses as well through through your own social media channels. Great. Well, thank you so much, Paul. Thanks for your time. Thank you. We were talking to Paul McKinnon, CEO of Downtown Halifax Business Commission. We discussed the revised restrictions and the new RAND's contact tracing app for dine-in restaurants and licensed establishments. As always, Downtown Halifax Business Commission strives to provide the latest COVID-19-related information as the province revises restrictions. DHBC continues to follow the directives of the Nova Scotia Health Authority. Check DHBC's main COVID-19 resource page for businesses and for the public at downtownhalifax.ca slash COVID-19. The provincial state of emergency has been renewed and remains in effect until 12 noon, January 24, 2021. Businesses, organizations, and health professions that were required to close under the Health Protection Act order can reopen if they follow the Health Protection Act order and their sector-specific plans. They also need to have a workplace COVID-19 prevention plan. This includes, but not limited to, wearing a non-medical mask is required in Casino Nova Scotia, except when eating or drinking, wearing a non-medical mask is required when operating video lottery terminals, except when eating or drinking, liquor licensed drinking establishments like bars, wineries, distillery tasting rooms, and craft tap rooms can only serve dining customers until 10 p.m. and must close by 11 p.m. Liquor-licensed establishments can continue to offer takeout, delivery, and drive-through services after 11 p.m. Liquor-licensed establishments like bars, wineries, distillery tasting rooms, and craft tap rooms must collect contact information for all table service or dine-in patrons. Contact information needs to include date and time of visit, name and phone number, and must be kept for 30 days from date of visit for contact tracing purposes. Restaurants can only serve dine-in customers until 10 p.m. and must close by 11 p.m. Restaurants can continue to offer takeout, delivery, and drive-through service after 11 p.m. Restaurants must collect contact information for all table service or dine-in patrons. Contact information needs to include date and time of visit, name and phone number, and must be kept for 30 days from date of visit for contact tracing purposes. Retail stores need to follow the Health Protection Act order, including limiting shoppers and staff to 50% of the store's capacity, maintaining a minimum physical distance of 2 meters or 6 feet between patrons, keeping music to 50 decibels, only allowing lineups indoor and outdoor if patrons wear a non-medical mask. Shopping malls need to follow the Health Protection Act order, including maintaining a minimum physical distance of 2 meters or 6 feet between patrons, only allowing lineups indoor and outdoor if patrons wear a non-medical mask, Lineups for each retail store are no more than 10 people. Keeping music to 50 decibels, non-retail public areas in the mall are closed. Food courts can remain open with public health measures in place, including maintaining a minimum physical distance of 2 meters or 6 feet between tables. Fitness establishments like gyms and yoga studios must operate at 50% capacity and follow the Health Protection Act order and their sector-specific plan, including maintaining a minimum physical distance of 3 meters or 9 feet between participants during high-intensity activities like spin and boxing classes. Staff and members must wear masks when not exercising, 
Outdoor fitness classes can operate at 100% capacity and must maintain a minimum physical distance of 3 meters, or 9 feet, between participants during high-intensity activities. Weight rooms, cardio machine areas, and fitness classes within sport and recreation facilities must operate at 50% capacity and must maintain a minimum physical distance of 3 meters, or 9 feet, between participants during high-intensity activities. These are just some of the restrictions that may affect businesses, workers, and visitors in downtown Halifax. For more information and a full list of restrictions, visit the Nova Scotia Health Authority website at novascotia.ca slash coronavirus. And now for BizBuzz. And it's time for BizBuzz. First, I would like to introduce Lauren Landry, our Marketing and Communications Coordinator, to Downtown Lowdown. Lauren will be joining us on the BizBuzz segment of our podcast until the end of April. And Ivy is here also. Hi, Lauren and Ivy. Hi, thank you. Hi. Today on BizBuzz, we have some business updates and updates on what's open in downtown Halifax in light of the modifications to the restrictions recently announced by the provincial government. We'll also talk about Shopping Local, Dine Around, and the Restaurant Association of Nova Scotia's new contact tracing app. But first, Lauren is going to tell us all about our featured member for January and February, Insight Optometry. Downtown Halifax Business Commission's current featured member on the DHBC website is Insight Optometry. Insight Optometry has been practicing in Halifax's downtown for over 40 years. Located at Cambridge Suites on Brunswick Street, Insight Optometry has a team of 17 doctors and over 30 employees who are committed to providing top quality eye care and customer service. As most businesses, Insight Optometry had to adapt quickly to the challenges that came with the COVID-19 pandemic. The clinic now operates by appointment only and the staff has adopted a thorough cleaning protocol that expands from the clinic to spot eyewear. Insight is a proud member of DHBC and continues to enjoy being part of our growing and vibrant community. To learn more about them, you can read our featured member article on our website at downtownhalifax.ca. Thanks, Lauren. So let's start with some business updates. A few new businesses have opened so far in 2021. First, Los Toros Autentico Español, I am not Spanish, opened at 5075 George Street in Ferry Boat Lane, which is just down by the Halifax Ferry Terminal. Los Toros specializes in authentic Spanish cuisine. They're open for dine-in service, and you can learn more about them at lostoros.ca or follow at lostoroshfx on Instagram. Red Sate Restaurant opened at 1252 Hollis Street. Red Sate is a Vietnamese restaurant and is open for dine-in, takeout, and delivery. Visit redsatehalifax.ca or follow at redsatehalifax on Instagram for more information. Port City Coffee Co. opened in the lobby of Tower 1 and 2 at Purdue's Wharf back in December. They serve coffee and baked goods. Visit portcitycoffee.ca for more information. In other business news, changes are coming to the Halifax Seaport Farmer's Market. The weekend market will move outside in the warmer months and will be in Pier 22 during the winter months. And the current market space will become a living lab for the transportation industry. The farmer's market at the seaport will stay as is until the changes start to take place in March 2021. We'll have more information on these changes as we learn more over the coming weeks. And the Canadian Museum of Immigration at Pier 21 is closed for renovations until April 2021. 
They're continuing with genealogy and family history inquiries and online gift shop purchases. You can visit peer21.ca for more information, or you can check out their online shop at shop.peer21.ca. So let's talk business updates. As discussed earlier in this episode, modifications were made to the restrictions by the provincial government in late December and early January. Restaurants and liquor licensed establishments like bars and distilleries, etc., opened again for dine-in service on January 4th. It's important to note that dine-in service must end at 10 p.m. and all food and drink establishments must close by 11 p.m., but they can still offer takeout, delivery, and drive-through service after 11 p.m. Because of this change, many restaurants and cafes have now reopened for dine-in service. And if you aren't ready to dine-in just yet, you can still enjoy takeout, pickup, and delivery options from most restaurants and cafes. You can see what's open for dine-in service, takeout, and delivery by visiting downtownhalifax.ca open. And in late December, just before the Christmas holidays, museums and art galleries reopened. The Art Gallery of Nova Scotia, the Maritime Museum of the Atlantic, and the Discovery Centre have reopened with special hours, and Casino Nova Scotia just reopened last week. And the grounds at the Halifax Citadel National Historic Site are also open. I suggest visiting their respective websites for more information, including hours and safety protocols. And of course, retail stores are still open for in-person service. Many stores now have online shops and offer pickup and or delivery options. Even though the holidays are over, we are still encouraging people to think local first when shopping and to continue to support our downtown retailers when possible. The shop local movement has never been more important as it is now, and we hope that this shop and support local sentiment continues well into this new year. For more information about what is open in downtown Halifax, visit downtownhalifax.ca slash open. Switching gears, or as Ivy likes to say, pivoting to a different Not. topic now. <laughs> Let's talk about Dine Around. Dine Around is back, and this year it includes dine-in, takeout, and delivery. So Dine Around is a promotion that was started a few years ago by the Restaurant Association of Nova Scotia and Discover Halifax, where restaurants around the city offer special fixed-price menus for the month of February. Price points range from $10 to $50. Registration for restaurants just ended, so participating restaurants and their fixed price menu options will be released soon. And this year, hotels are also participating in Dine Around, so you can get special hotel rates also. This promotion is such a great way to support local, and the varying price points make it more accessible for people to participate. We will have more information on Dine Around on our next episode, or you can visit dinearoundhfx.com for more information. And finally, the Restaurant Association of Nova Scotia, or RANS, has been working with the province of Nova Scotia on a pilot project for an app that dine-in restaurants and licensed establishments can use to collect patrons' contact information for contact tracing. This will help standardize collection practices, ensure privacy of information, and reduce the burden on the businesses. It will also improve public health's ability to contact patrons as needed. For more information to sign up, visit rans.ca slash contact dash tracing. So am I forgetting anything? I'm glad you asked. (laughs) What about the Innovation Mural? Oh, yeah. Do you want to tell everyone about that? Sure. So the Halifax Innovation District, Volta, Slate Asset Management, and Danton Halifax Business Commission are placing a mural at the Maritime Centre on the north-facing wall on Salter Street. This mural will celebrate the spirit of innovation and entrepreneurship that is being felt in our province, and your input is needed. They are looking for feedback on what the mural should be. All relevant feedback will be shared as part of the upcoming RFP, or Request for Proposals, for artists to utilize as inspiration for their submission. For more information and to submit feedback, visit onsidenow.ca slash mural. And I should mention that this mural is coming together thanks to DHBC's Gritty to Pretty placemaking program. You can learn more about Gritty to Pretty at downtownhalifax.ca slash gritty to pretty. 
Thanks, Ivy. And before we sign off, let's talk about where we have been over the last few weeks. Does anyone have any downtown Halifax experiences that they would like to share? Yeah, sure. Uh, I went to Peace and Friendship Park over the holidays mm-hmm. with uh, with my son and my husband. And my son is almost six, and he yep. loved the park. He, the lights are still up. Uh, we That's one of our go-to playgrounds mm-hmm. as well um, because it's a train-themed playground. Yeah, it's there. a great playground. It is, mm-hmm. and lots of green space. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the lights are fantastic. Yeah. And the lights they are gorgeous. Even, yeah, and they look even nice when the when it's not dark, like when mm-hmm. the lights aren't on. Like the yeah. train is still, it's still nice. And, yeah. yeah, so the tree, the 26 foot tree and the lights are going to be up until the end of January. Yeah, so that's great. Mm-hmm. So go out there and enjoy them while you, while you can. Yeah. Um, I've also been to Burrito Jack's, um, Meza and Dharma uh, nice. the past two weeks yeah. uh, for takeout um, at lunchtime. So mm-hmm. Burrito Jack's has a great burrito bowl that I usually yes. have my mm-hmm. go-to. Yeah. Um, Meza, they have lots of vegetarian options mm-hmm. there. And Dharma, I just... Dharma, so they have great lunch specials. Lunch specials and really galore. Good sushi. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Uh, so I love their, their sushi over there. So yeah. those are the places I visited this week and nice. last week. What about you, Lauren? Well, I'm new to the HBC, so I've been really enjoying being able to come downtown more and learn more about the businesses uh, in the downtown area. A couple of the places that I've gone to so far, like Ivy, I had Meza for lunch. I visited the Bird's Nest Cafe Mm -hmm. for the first time. Absolutely amazing. Chocolate chip muffins are to die for. And I noticed that the Old Apothecary is going to be reopening their doors yes, on Friday, mm-hmm. which is tomorrow. And I saw on their social media the new space and the stencil floors. It looks really good. So I want to go check that out for sure. Mm-hmm. And when you're listening to this, they are open. So if you want to go check out the new space, they're in the old brewery and maybe grab a coffee and mm-hmm. something to eat. Yeah, I'd like to go down and check them out. I, I haven't actually been there since they've moved to the brewery market i've had food from there like yeah same here brought it out and yeah. taken, taken it out but i haven't actually been in there yet so i'm definitely going to check it out they have amazing croissants and, mm-hmm. and their bread and everything yeah really and i really good. want to yeah. see their renos yes yeah mm-hmm. it looks amazing it the looks pictures like they, of the stenciled floor look yeah, so good it looks pretty amazing um so i've had a lot of experiences downtown halifax i'll just touch on a few so over uh the christmas break or the holidays i guess we rented a room at the prince george for new year's eve with my family i have two Two young daughters and we also have a dog and the Prince George is dog friendly which is great for an extra $25 you can bring your your pet your dog um, and they give you like a doggy bag or like like a treat bag for your dog. Oh I guess. yeah yeah. So it had like a water bowl and it. treats and a ball and a blanket and it was my my daughters were so excited and um, it was just really really nice. It was really welcoming. Uh, That's a great really deal for yeah. twenty five dollars. Yeah, we had a really had a special rate for New Year's Eve. It was really economical. Um, I'm not sure if the rates will be continuing to the new year, but um, we also they also have a pool. We could swim, so we booked the pool. So we had the pool to ourselves. It was just our family in the pool for the hour. Wow, that's um, great. Yeah, so it's nice. So you feel very safe, and they clean mm-hmm. in between. So you don't have the full hour. You have 45 minutes, and they mm-hmm. clean, and then the next bubble mm-hmm. comes in to swim in the pool. That's great. That um, you still use that. Yeah, yeah, and it's I mean it's just a great way if you are able to like have a staycation in your own city. It was nice waking up, and we had a view of the harbor and the city hall and Rogers Square. Like it was it just, is nice. It's just it's really almost nice. like being away because it we, is. we did that in the fall yeah. when the Sutton Place Hotel opened up and it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. Yeah. Staycations. Yeah. And, and a lot of the hotels have special rates right now. Um, 
because there's no tourists. So mm-hmm. if you're interested, you can check them out and call around. But we really, really, we really enjoyed the Prince George, and they were open on New Year's Day for dine-in service um, mm-hmm. because they, the hotels were allowed to at that point. Um, and now, of course, they'd be open uh-huh. too. But um, yeah, so it was a really fun night. And then for dinner, we ordered takeout from Ristorante Amano, which is one of my favorite restaurants, and. They have such great salads <laughs> after eating, like turkey and everything on <laughs> mm-hmm. the break. We, we ordered a couple of their salads, the roast beef and the roasted chicken salads are so good. And they have a kid's menu called Bambini for kids 12 and under. So you, my daughters both got their own little pizzas. And you can order online. They are open again for dine-in service, but you can also order online for pickup and delivery. So it's super easy and convenient. And you can go to ristoranteamano.ca for more information. They're high up on my list of places to try downtown for sure. Oh, yeah, they're really good. They are always consistent. They're just, and they have Mm -hmm. great service too. I'll probably be getting pasta though, not a salad. Oh, well, we also got got pizza. (laughs) So they have like the uh, the wood oven fire, the oven pizza, oven fire. I get what you're saying. Again, I'm not Italian either. Um, so Halifax Dance is open again for in-person classes, which is great. I've talked with them before. We go every Saturday morning, and then we usually go to a cafe afterwards, like the Bird's Nest or Cabin Coffee or something, just to get a little treat after dance. And it's just nice to have some normalcy back, mm. being able to go out and do some things again, which is great. So, yeah, so lots of things to, to do in downtown Halifax right now. Mm-hmm. And that's it for BizBuzz. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. This concludes Downtown Lowdown, Episode 40, recorded on January 14th, 2021. For more information, go to downtownhalifax.ca slash podcast. Please rate and subscribe to Downtown Lowdown, and don't forget to follow at Downtown Halifax on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks for listening.